Taylor. Ashley. Unrated or unruly? I'm going to do unruly today. All right. So have you ever been catfished in any kind of shape or form? I haven't been like the traditional kind of catfish where somebody pretends to be somebody else online. Okay. Um, But I've been a different kind of fish. I've been age fished. Really? I was 15 and there was this really tall guy so cute they used to stand outside the school and he was always walking with one of his friends and i didn't know his name never saw him in the school because my home school was like where i would get dropped off and picked up to go to my technical school okay so i didn't go to the homeschool classes i went away all day long to a different school and that was just where i would walk home from there okay so i would always see him walking this girl that i like vaguely knew but i didn't feel comfortable like being like who is he I don't remember how, but one day I end up walking home with them and like another friend and he like shared his umbrella with me. He was so funny and so sweet. And I was like, I am in love. I love him. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with you. But I never got I got I got they called him. I can't say the name. They called him by part of his first name. OK, I never got. Yeah. And I never got the rest of it. So I was like, OK, well, I couldn't find him on Facebook. And I fucking looked. Well, I guess he was looking for me, too. And he was like, oh, my God, I wanted to find you since that day that we walked home together. And I was like, yeah, me, too. He was like, well, let's walk home together and, like, you know, talk and catch up. So we did. We walked home from school. He was waiting outside my bus for me. I was like, oh, this guy is great. I was like, I'm going to date him. He's going to be my boyfriend. (laughs) I'm going to date him. And he was like six four or something Mm. so tall and i was like and i thought i figured he was a little older than me so i was like it was just i was all about it so we have like a full day plan like he took me out on like an all-day date and we talked about the all-day date the all-day date let's just we're we're in it we're we're in our relationship absolutely that's the all-day date just leads to dating like it's a direct pipeline to dating it really is it really like okay, you're not gonna spend all day with me and then see other people Fuck no got movies and snacks to go back and watch movies i was like head over heels for this guy i'm like i'm gonna introduce him to my parents wow because i'm the oldest and if you're the oldest you know your parents were fucking strict you're the one that was the guinea pig so for me i always had to run everything by my parents that's the only child thing too so i get it yeah because they're mm-hmm. it, when you're like the first yeah mm-hmm. they're so hard on it's you so yes it's all eyes are on you exactly so they were really tough they were a little bit helicoptery mm-hmm. and i was like i gotta introduce you to my parents i was like you're we're gonna, you're gonna be my boyfriend i bring it to my parents they're kind of giving him a weird look especially my mom but they're nice they're talking to him he's very friendly with them and we go out to get food again. Like we were literally together all day. We got to get food again and we just walked to some place that was by the house and he left his wallet at my house. So we're like, I don't remember where the fuck we were, some fast food place. I was just getting like an ice cream. And um he's like, Oh, I forgot my wallet. And I remember he said, You don't think your parents are gonna go through it, right? And I was like, Probably not. I don't know why they would. That's kind of a weird question. I was like, super weird. Question. In my head, I'm like, do you think they're gonna steal from you? Or yeah, that's that's what like I yeah yeah. As, as, as Fifteen young, years yeah, old, I'm I like thinking that. I'd be uh, like, why would he say such a thing? Yeah, my parents yeah. don't think my mom wants your coins. Yeah, your coins. But okay. Yeah. So I was like, no, silly Billy, they're not. That's ridiculous. And I get a call from my mom on my phone, and I didn't answer it because I was like, I am 15 and I'm with a guy. Don't call me right now. I was like, we'll be back at the house. <laughs> I see the fucking van pull up in front of the place. 
my stepdad comes inside and he's like, get in the fucking car. We're going home. Oy. I was so scared. I was like, what is happening? I thought something happened to someone in my family. Right. I was like, I couldn't. I had no idea what was going on. He fucking knew what was going on because he knew not to come with me. Oh, I got in the car. We went back to the house. My mom goes, you know, he's in his fucking 20s. <gasps> they went through the wallet that he left there and they found his ID. He had credit cards in there. Oh, no. I was 15. Oh, and they, yeah. they grilled me. They were like, did you know? I was like, no, he he's outside of my school all the time. How would I have any fucking clue? I, I was like, I assume that he had classes and like went was in the same classes as the girl he was always walking with, who I guess he was friends with. And he had to, this is when Blockbuster was a thing. So like he had to come back do the walk of shame to, to get the Blockbuster movies from my house oh to return my them. Gosh. He apologized to my mom. He begged to see me. She wouldn't let him see me. And I didn't realize the severity of the situation. Mentally, he was 15. Yes. He talked on my level like he was a child. So I mm-hmm. think because of that, he was into dating young girls. Oh, what a fucking loser. What a loser is right. Hanging around a high school. And he had a very young looking face. So I was like, he's tall as fuck. But like, he talked like he was my age. He was into the same kind of things as me and my friends. And yeah, he looked young in the face. Weird. Oh my god! And I always think, like, what if? Because he never told me. He never told me what oh, classes no. he had. He never. We never talked about what grade he was in. I was just like, he's tall. <laughs> he's funny. That's all I really need to know. That's it. I don't need to talk about how old we are. Oh, he knew no. what. I, he knew I was in school. Oh my And gosh. I, I think I had talked about classes, like that, like being in class, like whatever I was doing in class. Never mentioned that he wasn't in school. Just let me assume oh. the entire time that he was a high school student, but he had no facial hair or anything. So I, I had no fucking clue. And that's why you talk about your age before you meet people. Wow. I had no idea. And because I was 15, I was like, I was like, I understood what they were doing and why I couldn't see him. Yeah, but you don't really know. Like, but I was also like, but I love him. I, was I like, know. That's pretty common. It was like stupidity. I was like, but I like him. But he's so nice. Oh, <laughs> so stupid. What about you? Have you ever been catfished? So I've definitely been, I guess what I would consider a catfish. When I first um, split from my daughter's father, this was when I realized I went on two dates and well, I went on a few dates, but this is what, no, two. Yeah, I went on two dates and this is when I realized that I wasn't ready and I needed that (laughs) year that like, remember I told you I like really took time for myself. Yes. And I didn't date. I didn't do anything. This is what made you realize that? This was the last deciding factor (laughs) of why I figured that out. Okay. This was an interesting one. So I met this guy online. He was like, I'm a therapist. Uh, And I was like, okay. We never talked on the phone. Uh, problem number one. He sent yeah. me tons of pictures, though. Tons of pictures. And in all his pictures, very good-looking guy. I'm, You know, he sent me tons of pictures of his house. He was very proud of his landscaping. Okay. The whole thing. I was like, and it was beautiful. Like, everything was great. But the one thing he kept saying to me was he was really nervous about meeting. And I was like, okay, I mean, I get it. You can be nervous about meeting. Yeah, it's first, no- date, first date jitters. Yeah, yeah. It, it's totally normal. I get that. But I was like, why is he so fucking nervous? Like, it's weird. Like, well, you're sending me recent pictures. It's not like you're not your picture. That's what I just kept telling myself. I'm like, fuck, what is wrong Wait, with so this So that's guy? what you were thinking. You're like, yeah. maybe he doesn't look like yes. the pictures. Like, I'm like, what? I'm like, these, these old pictures? Like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like freaking out in my head. So that day, that night, we meet up at this bar. It's like a bar restaurant. It's, it's a cute place. And 
there he is walking up to me. Looks just like his pictures. I was like, what is this guy freaking out about? Crisis averted. I'm like, what? I'm like, this this guy's just weird. So I'm like, what, what is his problem? He's totally like, fine. So he hugs me. The hug felt weird for a second, and I was like, okay. So then we go, we go to the, we go to sit down, and he goes, the first words out of his mouth. I am. I've been so excited to meet you. <laughs> And then slaps my arm. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, great. Do you too, buddy? You too, man. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. He's like, so tell me about yourself. He's like, I'm just I'm just ecstatic today. I'm like, wait, what's happening right now? So I'm staring at him. The thing is, is he was the nicest person. I actually had, so afterwards, in the middle of everything, he stands up on, like, the music starts going because we had, you know, the food took forever because it was a Saturday night. Um, We were in this, like, booth, like, this, yeah. like, this booth where you kind of sat near each other or whatever, and it started turning into a nightclub. He gets up on the booth, starts shaking his ass. Oh, no. And starts dancing. He's like, shots, shots, we gotta do shots. I can just feel you're gonna like this night. The, the waitress keeps coming over and she's like, uh, like, she's just like confused too. She's like, are you, she's like, she's like, you two seem like a, a fun time. She was like, yeah. She's like, is it like girls night? And she no. said it like that, right? And I was like, fuck my life, man. And he's like, I guess you can call it that. Swear. Nope. Deleting the apps. Deleting, deleting the apps I was at like, the table. I'm deleting like, Tinder I'm so, Hinge. I'm so fucking confused right now. Like, I'm really confused. So I ended up just saying, fuck it. And I ended up having, like, actually a really great night with him. because he was I am- can imagine. He was amazing. But at the end of the night, he, A, tried to kiss me, which I thought was weird. I was like, no, I'm really not seeing that. But then I also watched him go over to a group of guys. And the one guy just grabbing his ass. Thought that was oh, weird. I was like, know. I don't really know what's happening here. As we left the date. Okay, as we're leaving the date, the one guy goes into, like, his car. I watch the guy go into the car, right? And we're leaving the date, and he's like, oh, I loved meeting you. Like, such a great time. Like, we got to do this again. I was like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to get the fuck out. So, like, I'm walking towards my car, and I see him get in the other guy's car. Get the fuck out. Yes. And I was like, I literally got in the car at that moment, and I said, yeah, this is God's way of saying, Ashley... It's not your time. No, no, no. Not yet. It's not your time. Nope. He left with another, with a, with a guy. With a guy. On your date. On our date. He gave me jazz hands. Twerked for you. He twerked for me. Shot, shot, shot. Shot, shot, shots. <laughs> he danced with me all night. Would I hang out with him? Yes. A hundred percent. Would I want to go on a date with him? N- no. no. Why are you here, man? What are you doing? Girls what? night. Girls night. <laughs> I guess you can call it that. <laughs> the fact that he went over and got his ass grabbed. I you were just like, this is taking a turn. This whole thing is yeah. really weird. Taking a little bit of a turn. He 100% got some dick that night. Absolutely. And I did not. <laughs> 
Hi guys, welcome. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Amrita Unruly. Um, episode 24. 24. Getting up there. Really are. Yeah. It's happening fast. When did we launch? In November? Yep, November 29th. And now it's about to be summer. I hate to bitch about the heat twice in a row, but man. Yeah, we're, we're there already. Because there's only... The problem is, too, is that there's only so much you could do with your hair. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with outfits without being sweaty mess that kind of stuff you can only be sexy so much that's what i'm saying so if i post a clip and i look fucking nuts you let me live yeah you let us live you, you know the, let win- us the, live. Win- the winter is our sexy time exactly let, let, let us be sexy then a sexy turtleneck a sexy yes. little long sleeve yes you let me look how i'm gonna look right now yes. let us live let us live okay i'm doing my best Do- living our best life mm-hmm. i'm also sunburnt right now we're very sunburnt we had um we went to the pool on sunday that was so fun and we got burnt. And also, we were the defenders of Maria's toys. Oh, my god! Man, little kids are vicious, dude. They're so vicious. They really don't give a fuck. Maria had, um, her daughter had this little duck toy. It didn't that swim didn't anymore. No, it didn't <laughs> it swim anymore. It wasn't even a cool toy, okay, guys? It wasn't cool. <laughs> but at one point, it looked like you turn it and then it swam, it paddles. At one time in its lifetime, it did. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially not after what happened to it at the pool. It's oh done. It's gosh. retired. Every kid, like Maria got t- tired of that after a while. Yes. She was throwing it. We were getting it. She was like, okay, I'm done with this now. Yes. I'm fed up with the duck. Mm-hmm. But nothing makes a kid want a toy more than when they see another kid playing with it. Yes. And everyone wanted the duck. Everyone. A first little boy, she, they, they walk away. I'm over there with Drama Queen and my brother. And some kid comes over and takes the duck. And I'm like, how do you tell a kid to let to back the fuck off yeah that's the hardest thing is when they're kids like you, what the fuck do you say because he was he was old enough to understand that he was picking up something that wasn't his he was probably right. like eight mm-hmm. but i was also like i don't want to be an asshole and be like hey yeah my, my duck yeah yeah so i let him live <laughs> but then <laughs> i'm watching ashley and maria like he ended up getting rid of the toy dropped it whatever yes i'm watching them and a little girl comes and takes the duck and she would not let go of that thing no she wouldn't it was bad it was really bad i was like oh shit because how do you get it back yeah and that's the worst part like what am i supposed to do walk over and like pull it from her hand and maria was then at that point where she was like oh hell no like i'm i'm done with this you everyone needs to give me back my shit mm-hmm. so she kept maria kept walking over to her with her fist balled up and i was like oh shit my kid's ready <laughs> so like and she kept walking up to her and she was looking at her like uh, and then the girl was like pulling like the girl was like you know not having it no she was like i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck who you are like duck from my cold dead hands bitch and i'm like oh shit didn't care at all but eventually i don't like did you ask the dad yeah so then like the dad was like oh it's time to go honey and he goes and like pulls the little girl so the little girl's getting undressed and i go maria go over and ask the dad for the, the toy back yeah so she goes my duck so she says, right, so I said, okay, so I just kind of on standby, I was going to let Maria do her deed. So I said, all right, I know, she got this, she got this. And then the dad goes, he like gives her a look and I go, yeah, that's her duck. Because I was like, oh, hell no, you're not going to side eye my my kid. Yeah. So then I so then I went over and then he was like, oh, it's hers. I'm like, yes, like, obviously, fucker. Well, but I so, like, why, like, obviously, your child didn't walk in with it. Like, obviously. It wasn't theirs in the first place. Like, what, what is there to argue about? about? So, I like, that kind of pissed me off. Because, I like I said to Taylor, I'm like, no matter what, you didn't walk in with that thing. So, not like, your duck. So, it's not your duck, man. It's not your fucking duck. 
So I'm like, so so he handed it over and the little girl's crying and you know I just I was like whatever we're going let's just walk away from this little bitch. Mm-hmm. So they were after that toy. I'm like, but this is the problem is every time we go, it's always the fight of the toys and every time I fight with her, I'm like Maria, you know you're gonna lose your toys because someone's gonna take something. It's so funny because she's like, I need Elsa to come with me, the little girl from the firefighter <laughs> yes. kid. I need this toy that I need yes. the duck and then she takes them all and they just sit in the water. Yeah. And she's like, I just want them here. Yes. It's it's about the toy's presence. Oh, my God. I respect it. She goes, she rolls with the posse. Yes, that's all that. That's, uh, they, she just wants them to sit she's there. She thinks crew. they're all going to, like, wait for her. Yeah. Like, what the? And that's how it works. The one toy kept sinking. Oh, yeah, I know. And then she, I didn't want to keep bending. I was like, all right, how many times am I going to show my ass today? Like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, like right. And she's like, no, too, too, too low for me that I go under. I'm like, yeah, right. That's why I'm not going. She almost threw the, the one that sank, the little girl. Yeah. She almost threw it in the deep end of the pool. And I was like, hold, oh, hold no. on, hold on. No. I was like, no Rhea, hold on a second. Let's talk about this. Let's work something out. Like, We're not diving today. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'd trade you a duck. Yes. Trade you a duck. Yes. I was willing to find some little kids for that duck oh to be like. Oh, my God. Because it was like the fact that they had it, oh that duck went up in value. It really did. That duck skyrocketed. My goodness. You know it's what? just mind blows me. I was actually at a kid's birthday party over the weekend. You know what I fucking hate? I can't stand this shit. Oh, no. When, like, people that don't know you well, or maybe even at all, they just know that you don't have kids, and they come up to you and they go, so, when you gonna have kids? Oh, When's no. it your turn? Like, what if, like, I was completely, what if I don't want kids? What if I was trying? What if oh, I was infertile? Yeah. Like, people um, don't fucking think about that shit. It's so annoying. Dumb. But you know who does that to me the most? The most stressed out parent that you'll ever fucking see. They're the ones that do it to me the most. Oh, that's annoying. The ones that are like free, like pulling their fucking hair out, losing their minds. They're the ones that come up and be like, hey, when's your turn? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, not, I don't want it. You're not really selling it for me right now. It's not really, it's not really happening. Oh no. And I look over and their kid is like, Wild you know, stuffy. shitting themselves, eating boogers and, and, <laughs> and pulling somebody's hair. And I'm like, this is not selling it for me. No. And I don't dislike kids. I love being around kids yeah, that I know. Does. Yeah. I love I love your kid. I like Maria is fucking awesome. Like I loved being around my siblings when they were kids. I love my friends' kids. But like when it's a random fucking person with a dirty little kid. Oh, that's dirty, the worst. Dude, when they don't, I don't clean know their you. kids. Oh, I hate that. And like when their kids just them. walking around with boogers all over the face, you're like, clean your kid. So one of the people that I do not know, they'll never hear this. Right. But if they did, it's true. So what, am, yeah, what are you gonna do? One she her kid was she was one of the people that asked me. And sometimes I want to be like I can't. Like I like that's so how rude. how shitty would you feel if I said that? You shouldn't just see what they say. I know I don't want to. No, I'm like true, karma. Like yeah. I'm like I don't want to because then I have to tr- immediately turn around and knock on wood. Yeah, that's true. Because right, I just you're right. You're I, right. You're right. My you're mom right. has okay. instilled that in me. She's like, yeah, don't even joke no, about that right. shit. You're right. You're but right. I okay. want to. Yeah, I might just to see somebody's reaction. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just to have them feel like an asshole because you don't even know me. We're not right. friends. I've seen you once in passing at a barbecue. Yeah. So the same, one of the people, because multiple people asked me, but the one that came up to me and like I didn't fucking know her. I'd only seen her before. Her child came over with a popsicle and tried to put it in my mouth. Ugh. And she was like, oh, he's trying to feed you. I'm like, oh my God, make it stop. Make him stop. I'm Ew. not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not putting the popsicle Ew. in my mouth. Like they want the, cause if it's your kid, 
It's a completely different. They story. can fucking put it up their nose and then feed it up to because you birth the thing. But it's like completely different. I don't. But I even don't know that kid. Even sometimes with Maria, she does some stuff. I'm like, that's disgusting. Put yeah, that away from me. Like, I don't. Like, I don't want the wet Cheeto. No, I don't want I the wet really Cheeto. Don't. No, it's no, a thank you, but, but no. no, no. This kid wanted to give me a slobbering, and he had like the the juice on his hands. Oh and, no! Oh like, man! Oh God, help me! I can't. It's not I for me. It's not. I can't do it. And I was like, oh no, it's okay. I was like, I'm full right now. Oh no! She was like, "Oh, it's okay." She was like, "Oh, he just wants you to take a little bit. He he loves sharing." No, no, I'm saying no. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. Hey, look at me. I'm saying no. I'm saying I don't want the popsicle. Yeah, I'd be like, no. I was like, no, I can't. I can't. Like I'm, I'm so full. Like why don't ever let your child feed strangers? Yeah, and also they don't know what you have. That's like that's that's what makes it weird too. Is like, what if you're sick? Exactly. Like, that's weird. What if I had a fresh herp? And you, yeah, you don't know. That too. You don't know. They're extremely common. Yes. You don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't understand that. I don't either. But like, I really, really, really hate that. When is it your turn? You don't know oh, that's me. That's rude. That's just rude. When I talk to my friends about it, that's mm-hmm. one thing. That's completely different. I can have like an actual conversation yeah. about like, because I express, especially to my friends that have kids, I'll talk to them about like my fears and whatever. You know, I talk about how I want to wait a couple more years and people will always fucking shame me for it. Always. I find that so weird because I, I feel like, you know, the best thing I ever did was wait as long as I did, even though I did it with the wrong person still. But I mean, I still like, I don't think, oh my God, that having Maria in my 20s would have been a big mistake. I mean, consider... In, if, in my life. And yeah. I don't mean that for other people. It's just in my situation. But I don't shame people for having kids whenever they decide to have kids. Exactly. Whenever you feel that you're ready to have children, that's just the right time for you. But you also shouldn't shame people for when they're ready. So Because whenever they're ready is when they're ready. And if they don't want kids, they don't want kids either. I mean, yeah. it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't... It has no... It does nothing for you. It has nothing to do with you. It doesn't affect you no. at all. I also think it's weird when people I get I get a lot of the people who come to me and they're like, um, aren't you gonna have another one? Mm. Well, are you gonna find me someone who's worthy of having another one with me? Yeah. Make because, the deposit. Yeah. Cause I for sure as fuck I'm gonna make sure that if I do have another one, they are basically perfect yeah because i will never make that mistake again so you have to understand where i'm coming from there Mm -hmm. i'm not just gonna fuck that shit up again so (laughs) (laughs) um so (laughs) So you don't want to have to do double what you have to go through right now right like no thank you and you truly i feel like sometimes you don't really know somebody until you're in a situation where they have to take that level of responsibility it's a lot of work it's a lot it's a lot of work to raise one and i can only Mm -hmm. imagine doing two on my own no without the help no thank you i don't have time for that so yes if i do have another one yeah i'm gonna be pretty fucking positive about that person like 99 percent positive and i will be in a completely different place than that there are so many people that i hear say like oh my mom she's a single mom she had six kids did all by herself and she was miserable i mean good for her for for doing that absolutely but 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 she was miserable yeah she was miserable no i'm not could openly do that to myself nor do i think anyone should exactly if you have a choice if you have a choice yes. to not live like that mm-hmm. why would you choose otherwise exactly so, exactly uh, something that always stuck out to me it always pisses me off whenever i come back to this memory is I, to- I told you about this when somebody told me i was telling an old friend of mine that i'm no longer friends with 
that I wanted to wait to have kids because she would always do that shit to me. And she knew that I was waiting. So she would do it because she was stressed out and try to put some of that shit on me. Like, oh, well, when, when's it your turn? That's so weird. So I just don't get it. I'm dra- driving her ass around per usual, t- taking her places. That's and she's like, so me. Why, how come you and uh, Drama Queen aren't having kids? And I was like, I'm not done living for me. A great reason not to have children. Exactly. And she goes, mm, why are you so selfish? Oh my God, shut up. How? I can't, I can't. It doesn't matter why you are. The point is that you're acknowledging it and you're saying that you are, so Mm -hmm. you don't need to have them and you're saying you don't want them and that's fine. And being selfish is not always a bad fucking thing. No, it's not. Especially when you're acknowledging that you're not having them because of it. People treat it like it's a curse word. No, it's not. You have to be selfish sometimes to get your shit together, to to, to become yourself fully. have the life that you want. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. No, 100%. That blew my mind. I was like, I still got to take your ass to three stores and this is how you're talking to me that's nutty why are you so selfish you're way too sweet taylor i got what fucking, am i gonna do with i got you? so fucking annoyed oh my god some people you look you remember something like that you're like so Trust glad me, that that is fucking done yeah. oh my god mm-hmm. i've never been i've been like shamed like people being like oh, well what if you're too old at that point what, no, what, is, not, what no. is that thanks for putting those things in my mind but no i'm i feel okay with my choice Two of my friends are um, in their in their late thirties, and they're oh my god, they're going on their third or the third children of the child at this point. People are I mean, freezing it doesn't, their eggs. It, it doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah. like you, you you do things when it's the right time for you. Mm-hmm. Like it just it doesn't matter whenever that is. And again, I'm not saying that your twenties is the wrong time either. All I'm saying is when it's your time, yeah, it's the right time. I think I'll, all that matters. I'll feel it when it's time. I feel yeah. like I'll be excited about it mm-hmm. and I'll be like ready for the experience right now. I feel like I'm I can get there. And you want to be ready for and it. And I want to be ready because I, I watch what my mom went through. Same thing. Hard. It's fucking it's, hard. It's really, really hard. And especially the pregnancy part. Like yeah. um, that part's really tough, too, especially if you're not in a good relationship. That uh, you know, it's so weird because I was literally just talking to my friend about that the other day was I'm like, I had I didn't realize how bad of a pregnancy I had because not because Maria was a hard pregnancy, but because I was so abused. Yeah. So it was just like that was tough. So like I would never want to to do that again. I would never want to go through. I want to have like if I ever did it again, I want to be in a happy pregnancy. No, not, none you of that shit should have fucking happened yeah. to you. So it's crazy to think. So like I don't want that for anybody. Like yeah. I think back and I'm like, my mom used to say to me all the time, like whatever you're, you have to be happy. Like you have to be happy, and I was not like during a time know? when you need support the most. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. I mm-hmm. feel like th- that's something that people should not butt into for no fucking reason. Mm-mm. And they Mm-mm. they love to get involved. And it's like, especially if you have kids of your own, you should understand how life changing that is mm-hmm. and why somebody would want to pace it out and take yeah. their fucking time. Exactly. I, I look forward to looking forward to it. Exactly. I look forward to being excited about it. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. But that's like the hardest part of going to these parties with a bunch of people with little kids. I'm like... Just leave me alone. Yeah, that's weird. Just leave me alone. You yeah, know? I don't like that. I really just want to look at them and be like, um, I did. I, I, they're, you know, I have so in many another f- country. I, have- <laughs> I shipped them off. I actually have a lot of friends who both don't want to get married and don't want to have kids. That is becoming more my- and more like, <laughs> yeah, I have, I have more of that than I have the opposite. So that's kind of, and that's fine. Again, yeah, it's good that they know that. I think people are starting to pick apart marriage because there was a a time when it was like 
you were supposed to get married by like 18, like 20. Well, that's what happened that, to me. Yeah. Obviously. Because I, I followed my family's like my the footsteps. That's what I did. And they so, did it for the right reasons. Right. They mm-hmm. did it because women like kind of needed to be married. And, right. Exactly. You know, it was a different time. I still think that marriage is beautiful. I still love the oh, idea of being connected to somebody in that way. I'm the same way. I get married like a million times. I've been one yeah. of those. I'll just keep getting married, divorced. It's fine. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the flower girl every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I love the idea of the wedding and like all of it, the ceremony and mm-hmm. everything. But I'm also, I feel like I'm going to take more of a non-traditional approach to it. Yeah. And I'm not totally cemented on what that's going to look like either. Mm-hmm. So I'm just taking my time with it. I'm like, when, take your time. I just want to like fucking chill for right now. Forgive myself a couple more years. You have time. Don't let exactly. anyone rush you to do anything. That shit's so annoying. Don't do not do that to people. Don't do that. Not nice. Mm-mm. Okay. Let's get into our first topic. Mm-hmm. Does the way someone speaks about their exes matter? I could have avoided a lot of issues in my life if I had paid attention to this more. This I always thought was interesting. So my ex, he used to talk so poorly when I first got together with him um, on his uh, you know at the time his other baby mama yeah horrible horrible things hated her hated her when they got on good terms she was i never said that oh she's great i never said those things wait what okay so you're just crazy right you just made it up right Mm -hmm. so you see how that works yeah but then every time he would only use it when it worked, when it was convenient for him and when it would make him look good. Like how? Like like using what she did or like yes, that she like was a bad person? Si- certain situations. So it's like if it would make him look good to make them seem like they were cohesive, he would he would then he knew what like group to say that to. Mm. Now, if it made him look good by talking shit, he would say it to that group. He would talk shit. Oh, woe is me. Yes. Mm -hmm. so you have to watch out for those people who also will switch the story on different people Mm -hmm. because that's because that's those are the interesting ones too because it's basically essentially the same thing yeah it's what they're saying i always give credit to the men the women whoever it is who will literally say the same exact thing every time yeah uh, and are generic about it yeah who are so like there's so little to say it's just the point you know what i mean if they'll be like if you you know oh yeah i you know we, we do this for our, you know, okay, so it's like a baby mom. Mm-hmm. We do this for the kids. That's it. They don't talk about anything else. Yeah, that's about as good as you can do it because you're you're just dropping it right there. Yeah, if the situation's not perfect, it's not totally dealt with. You right. can still be polite and short about right. it. Right, and I get that in time if you're with somebody for a long period of time. Of course, you're, you're going to tell other them. stuff. You're going to hear stuff throughout the time. Yeah, but I do believe in the beginning, especially and throughout time. The less is more. Yeah. Because you are going to think about that. Because what if you do have a kid with them? And what if down the line you do have to think about, well, he's probably saying this shit about me because he probably is. Yeah. Or she probably is too. Like the that victim mentality. Ugh, they're, yeah. I, oh my God. I understand sometimes it's um a reflection of a bigger thing. You know, yes. some people have been through traumatic shit and developed a victim mentality. Yes. If your it, victim it, mentality it, comes from somebody cheated on you when right. you were 17. Right. Come on, man. Like it's it, exactly up. like we got we got to get past this. Like how long can you use that as a fucking crutch? Mm-hmm. But I definitely I I pay so much attention to this now because I want people to speak highly of me even if things don't work out. 
Right. And we most likely, you know, I've had some tumultuous relationships that didn't end perfectly, but they've never been so fucking crazy that they should have this long winded thing about me to say if they if anybody's like, oh, what were your exes like? It shouldn't be like that unless you want sympathy. Right. Unless you're looking to like play the victim. Exactly. But I, I always think it's funny when like especially I think men do this. They just if they're not over their ex, they'll find any fucking little thing to bitch about. about oh, them. yes. 100%. Yeah. It's such a dead giveaway. They just or, or I think it's also I find it very interesting when they're you can always find out when they start talking about the new person they're with. You mm-hmm. can see how their their like wheels start turning. Yeah. And they start almost comparing themselves to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're not they're like, totally you, over. Why it. do you care? You shouldn't. But yeah. look at you. Mm-hmm. Look at you obsessed with that new person. Yeah. I I always think it's so funny. Like, they'll they'll find any reason to bring them up into yes, a conversation. Anything. Yes. Anything. You'll just be talking about anything. And they're like, well, this one did this. <laughs> oh, my God. She was such a bitch. She would squeeze the toothpaste. Get this. From the middle instead of the end. Uh-huh. She was a fucking bitch. Like, what are you yeah, talking like, about? What? what do you mean? Go deal with your shit. It's so crazy. Like, they'll see... Anything that reminds them of them and gives them an excuse to talk shit about them. Mm-hmm. It's not flattering. It doesn't make us feel good. No. And I'm immediately like, okay, glad to know this is how you're going to speak about me later on. Exactly. Automatically, this isn't going to work. But they'll try the victim thing and try to make them look like the villain so that they get away with talking about them like exactly. that. So that tends to a lot of people, I mean, even women in general, we tend to want to help. Yes. And so a lot of times what will happen is they'll say something like that. And we're like, oh, poor baby. Like, she's got to be the worst. Yeah. But now that I think that I've seen a lot of things for what they are, I think I don't believe people as much as I used to. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to believe a situation. Like, I really, even when, like, I have friends who ask me stuff where they're like, well, he said that, you know, he doesn't see his kid because of this. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't. I would ask him more questions. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. As soon as somebody tries to villainize their ex. Yes. I'm immediately mm-hmm. taking it with a grain of salt. Pretty mm-hmm. big grain. Huge grain. Pretty fucking big. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I, I just how can I just believe that blindly? And there exactly. are people that will do that. There are yeah. people that dislike me out there in the world because of what they've heard from somebody oh, uh, of who course. used to date me. Which they have a reason to say bad things because they want to be the victim. Oh, I know. I I think there's a whole county that hates me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's a small town in Michigan that yeah. is not a fan of me. Yeah, there. I know. I know it for a fact that there are yeah. people out there that I don't know that yeah. don't like me because of what they've heard from someone I've dated. Yes, and that's fucking crazy to me mm-hmm. because I will never, unless it's my friend, like one of my close friends who ha- like. You, me, when we talk about right. our past relationships, we talk about both ends of what happened. Oh, 100%. And that's why, like, I'm like, you can trust me when I say, like, they did fucked up shit, but I wasn't perfect either. Right, right. We always say that. We yeah. always say, well, you know, I could have done this. I, mm-hmm. I know what I did. Yeah. And, like, you know, even if it is a lot more them. Yes. But we'll always say, like, well, I, I know I did this. I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, taking accountability, like we said in the past, is, is huge. And when it comes to... You know, if a person is just going to talk about all those things that they, you know, you know, them, them, them. Mm-hmm. You listen to somebody talk and you hear no accountability. Yes. How do you just go? Yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds good what to a, me. What a bitch. Going to marry that man. What a, what a cunt. Yeah. I'm on your side. I'm on your yeah. side. Yeah. Because why would you lie? Why would anybody lie? 
to make themselves sound like the better person in the situation. Yeah, why would they do that? Why would they do that? That's like that's insane. That's stupid. That's, that's crazy. Why would anybody? I don't get that. I know. Why wouldn't they make themselves sound like the word the 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 villain? I know. Yeah. So crazy. We can't so figure it crazy. out. Ah. It's like you just got to not like take it with a grain of salt every single time. And I do find it Ask attractive. Ask the right questions. Ask the right questions. I say that all the time. Ask the fucking right questions. When someone's like very short and like just, oh, yeah, it didn't work out. Good person. But, you know, whatever, whatever. Then I'm like, OK, I find it kind of attractive. I do, too. Totally do. And it makes totally me want do. to get to know them more. Yeah. Because I'm like, OK, so you're not fucking crazy. And there wasn't some huge blowout. Right. Because when you talk about things like that, like give away too much and make it sound like, oh, yeah, she's a total bitch. Like she did this, that, this. Right. It's like you're giving away that you had a really tumultuous relationship. And that's mm-hmm. what they can expect to look forward to. Exactly. Like when somebody keeps it kind of short and like polite and then you get to know them and you find out more. Yeah. That's always like that's I trust them more because of that. Me too. Yeah. I agree. In general, how much do you find yourself telling about telling about your exes to somebody new? I uh, so I so I used to like, you know, I used to not know what to do. But now it's it's so vague. It's so, so vague. I stopped yeah. doing it because it's just like, but also I feel like he's a non-entity now. Yeah. I mean, before it was. It was more. More confusing more con- to navigate. Yes. And now it's like he's not, he's not, you know, I, I don't need to have a conversation about it anymore. In general, I don't really like to talk about my, my past I relationships. Don't, I, I don't like to either. Although unless, I do on here. Yes. Although exactly. we, we do well, on thing, this really in this podcast, but this is different. We do. Yeah. And the thing is, I know eventually we're going to have to talk about that and we're going to mm-hmm. have to talk about things that are involved in that. But I feel like to go there, it's like, you know, I started doing that like almost very vague. I just like I, I always say, like, what's the situation? Very vague. Yeah. What it is. And I feel like that says a lot. If, it you, does. If, if you know if you if you know what my actual situation is you it says it all mm-hmm. i don't have much to say no. and that is very telling because mm-hmm. i should yeah mm-hmm. you can't say the nice things right so you're just like mm-hmm. that they're there they existed mm-hmm. they were here and now they're not yes so good luck to them good luck it's also concerning to me when people just open up right out the gate, want to tell you every single thing that happened. I'm yeah, like, and I hate that when like you'll have a whole conversation and they tell you everything. Yeah. And you're like, mm, that's too much, baby. Pull it back. Reel it in. That was too much information. Too, a little too much info. And the absolute worst thing that I've ever experienced is hearing somebody talk about their ex's bodies oh in a negative way even positive is still is still fucking weird but in a negative way Mm -hmm. you're a horrible 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 person yes that's that's so fucking weird to me Mm -hmm. i actually got into a confrontation with somebody years ago because they were bragging about how this guy she was seeing was talking about how her body was so much better than her ex's or his exes. Mm-hmm. And she knew who he was talking about. And I think that's why it was like she was happy to hear it. But he said some fucked up vile shit about her. Yep. Like chewed up bubble gum, like all this fucked up shit. And I was like, you can't. You're telling me like you like hearing that. What do you think he's going to say about you? Yes. 
what do you think? Do you think he's, he's going to have complimentary things to say? he's probably going to play on your insecurities because they tend to. Mm-hmm. Horrible person. Horrible people do horrible things. And I guarantee that wasn't the first time he said it was behind her back. He probably said it to her face. Showed pictures to her. Oh, no. Oh, no. If there was, like, ever a red flag, it would probably be that somebody still has videos or pictures of their exes. Yeah, that's weird. Probably, like, one of the biggest, reddest flags that could ever wave. Oof. Just, um, you know, back away slowly and get the fuck out of there. But some people just... I, I don't get it. I don't either. I just want to hear somebody talk about somebody in a way that I'm like, okay, if they talk about me in that way, I'll, I'm fine with it because yes. they will tell people that you don't know about you. Yes. That's that's the nature of, you know, mm-hmm. dating. You usually have to go into your past. Yes. And that's why I wish I'd been more selective in the past because mm-hmm. you can't control what people are going to say about you. You can only control who you date. Yes. It's true. Unfortunately. And sometimes I want to be like... You, I think like one of the worst feelings is when you're really, really nice about a situation or about somebody mm-hmm. and then they don't do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, they don't give you that and same they won't, courtesy. And I say that all the time. I, You know what I mean? I am such a villain in. Ask the county of yeah, Anti-Ashley. Of Anti-Ashley. <laughs> I am the villain of villain, which is hilarious. You're a monster. I'm the monster of monster. And it's like, wow. <laughs> Wow. And if that, you fools ever asked actual questions. Yeah. What you would find out. Uh, Charlemagne the God says all the time, the lie is more entertaining than the truth. Oh, absolutely. So why tell the truth when the lie is so fun? It's so fun. <sighs> okay. So like before you ever committed to somebody, right? Yeah. Like what are things that like, you know how, well, you know how these fools are saying, oh, you know, we're having like a, uh, that they do tests. Okay. The yeah, the testing. But like, what are the qualities that you look for right before you say, okay, I'm going to commit to this person? Like, what are your qualities? Like the things that you say, all right, like uh, your deciding factors where you're like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to commit to this person because they did this, this, and this. And they, you know, like, or this, whatever your numbers are, whatever it is. But like you, where, where's that point to you? It doesn't, I don't, I don't even mean a timeline. I just mean like, yeah, like where is it in your mind that when they hit these, these points that you go, this is it? Yeah. I think I'm ready. I think like they're all things that kind of will happen organically. Oh, yeah. Like just getting to know somebody, mm-hmm. but I, I'm always watching because there are certain things I absolutely need. And mm-hmm. the biggest one is trust. Mm-hmm. Like, when I notice that they can leave their shit around me, they're leaving their phone around me. That's a good one. That's a That's huge a great one and yes. not upside down. That's right. Screen up. Screen up, guys. Notifications on. Do not disturb off. Yes. Love that. Are mm-hmm. there ways people can silence shit? Yeah, but I'm yeah, not going to go that deep. No. I, if I just get the feeling that they're not thinking twice about leaving their stuff around. Yeah, it's very just whatever, it's out. Then I'm like, yeah, I okay. I, that's already in my head. That's I'm like, a good one. Okay, that's... I feel like I'm I'm learning how to trust you and I can I can I can like move forward with that. I can't without it. Right. I can't without the, you know, being able to leave shit around each other yes. aspect as as small as that is. Yes. Um also I always weigh the baggage and what they've given me so far. Okay. Because if they haven't opened up to me at all, mm. I can't I yeah, can't I said that already. So that's I, weird. Yeah, I can't do it. I, and I'm not saying like unload on me in a short amount of time. I mean, like if we've been talking for weeks and I'm I don't feel like I'm getting deeper than surface level, 
then I'm, I, I doesn't go off for me when they start opening up to me and sharing things with Mm me that without me asking, without me having to probe and ask questions, that to me is also like another, okay, green light, like keep moving forward. Like they're all things that make me inch a little bit closer. Yes. Um, and then also when they want to involve me in like regular things that they're doing. Yes. The day to day one too. Yeah. I love it. I love, it is so attractive to me when they ask if I want to like run errands with them. Yep. I do. I do. It's so stupid. I want to go get a coffee. I want to go get a coffee and like drive around and pick up groceries and like just talk. Like I love that because that's what like every day will look like, you know? Yes. You're seeing your future. You're seeing what's going to be ahead. Those are the things that really stand out to me. The openness. That's got, that's one of my first two is the, you know, the, the phone, my my thing is from the very beginning, which is always my thing, is even on my very first date, my phone's always out and open because mm-hmm. I love to to show you that no matter what, even if it's going to be a different person on my phone that's going to mm-hmm. come up, I will. I'm not hiding anything. Yeah. Like you're going to see exactly what it is. If you have a question, you may ask. But you're also not going to lie right, if someone's exactly. like, "Well, are am I the only person?" Like, right, we're on exactly. a first date. You, you should know date. that exactly. I have options. So like the thing is that I just always I like to show you like. I'm going to do this and I expect the same in return. So it's almost like it's a I'm setting like a present. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, uh, like, here you go. This is the bar. This is the bar. Yeah. Meet it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Come up here. <laughs> so, so, but like I give, I give them a little bit because I know sometimes that can be like, I think sometimes, especially men, they get a little nervous because they're like, well, I want her to think, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I give a little bit of time. That's the first thing. Um, the second thing is, I mean, it's time spent. Um, it's, you know, how quickly they want to revisit seeing each other. Yeah. So if it, it, if it was a good date, how quickly do they, are they trying to see me again? So like, you know, so how quickly we get back together for a second time, the same thing with the third time. So if I see a person very eager to spend time with me, automatically they've moved all the way up Yeah. because they're making time for me, even if the time is. Mm hmm. In the car, going, running errands. Still making an effort. It's, right, exactly. They're making sure they're spending time with me. So that's something that's like automatic. I'm like, all right, you're, you're in, you're in. Yeah, you got it, you got it. You got you this. You're meeting me? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then also, I like to see them go out their comfort zone. So if I, you know, if we have a conversation and I'm like, you know, maybe we're a little bit different and I'm like, this is what I, you know, I tell them something that I like and I, I want them to listen to things I like. Yeah. And then they do something that I say that I like. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's a candy, if it's flowers that I like, something, that's another one. Yeah. you're listening. You're mm-hmm. listening. Like, their listening skills are up there. That's great, too. I love that. They're, like When they're paying attention, they're need, actively right, listening. They're actively listening to me. That's a great thing. It's like, okay, so you're you're there. You're in the moment. You're understanding. We don't have to do, you don't need anything extravagant. It's that you listen to a small detail and you you did something with I'm it. Like, Please keep actively yes. listening. Yes, just keep listening to yeah. what I'm saying. And then um, also it's the the meeting of the the friends. That's, that's huge. A, that's a huge one. I think that like the, the kind of the, the, that kind of, that's a big one for me. I think that once the friends meet, then I can officially say yes. 
as both you and I know in mm-hmm. completely different situations, yes, the friends be- are a big deal. Yes. And getting along with everybody and everybody meshing. Yes. Because issues can arise from that. Even if you're like, it's their friends. It shouldn't, you know, it, right. it, it will. And the oh, family. Oh, yes, it will. Yes, the <laughs> fuck it will. Yes, in the most bizarre way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to know right away, am I getting myself into a situation with friends that overstep boundaries? Yes. And I need to meet these people and make yes. them aware of my presence. The way that they react to you being brought around to also say a lot. Um. Yeah. Like, are am I the only person being brought around? Mm-hmm. How are they talking to me? Are they talking to me like they want to get to know me? Are they talking to me like you brought another bitch? Cool. Right. Welcome to the bonfire. Right. You know, like right. I'm, I'm I'm paying attention to all these things, and right. most of it isn't like even conscious. You're just no. Sub, you're picking up the pieces. Yes. You know, putting exactly. The puzzle together. It's like just putting. I think it's just like being put in their situations, like their daily situations, whether it's the friends, the family. It's just being thrown into these situations so that you see how they react in every situation. Yeah. Like um, someone had told me that they um, just recently they said that, you know, they were kind of attracted to this guy and then they met his family, like that, his friends. They went out with his, his friends group on like a random date and she wasn't expecting it. And she was like, I got so much more attracted to him when I saw him around his friends. Because it was like, whatever. Yeah, just, she was just, like, he just was became so much better. Like, she's like, I liked his personality better. It was yeah. like, he just relaxed more. She's like, everything about him, I liked him better. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see how that could happen. I could see how that would work. So, but then also it could be the complete opposite. You and could you're see the things you be like, oh, no, this so makes sense too. That. Don't know if I could put up with this family in particular. Mm-hmm. And that does happen. Yeah. Like the most important thing when I'm meeting somebody new is trying to not put horse blinders on and only see what I want to see. Yeah, that's that's it, too. Mm Because when you're really infatuated with somebody, it can be hard to not do that because you just don't Mm -hmm. want to see the shit that's going on around you. But sometimes it's good then when the friends meet. Yes. Because then everyone sees the big picture. So then like everyone's seeing things and you're like, okay. And also when you see their friends, then sometimes it knocks you back. Yes. Because then you're like, okay, so you're either liking it or you're not liking it. Yeah, I'm either like I can see myself fitting into the situation or this might be a problem. Mm -hmm. And it's not always just because of the friends. It can be because of just one person in particular. Right. Which fucking sucks. Like, I just, I hate dealing with the overbearing friend. I hate it. Yep. That wants to be involved for some fucking reason. And it's like they don't have their own shit going on. Or wants to date your boyfriend. It's really weird. Oh, yes. And that could be any any gender. Any gender. (laughs) I've dealt with an overbearing uh, girlfriend that um, she just didn't know how to mind her own fucking business. And she always had advice to give him. Mm. I'm like you guys don't even know each other that well they had, were friends for like two years and she was like this is my best friend one of those my best friend don't oh, hurt no. him oh no he's my best friend and I really like you how you better take care of him I I can't I no. I won't no I won't <laughs> I won't do you have any idea what I'm gonna do to him <laughs> oh he's gonna fucking get would you say he, he's gonna, oh, he's get, gonna it. get it later he's gonna get it Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spank him twice as hard because of what you just said. Uh huh. What do they think they're doing when they do that shit? When the friend gets involved, too involved, comes back to the house all the time. Uh huh. Doesn't let us go to sleep together. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Always want to be around. Don't Always know when wanna... to go home. Wait, 
Wait, you guys didn't want us to come back to the house? <laughs> nope. Kind of want to fuck. <laughs> Why don't you just come lay in between in the us? bed? All right. Do you want to lay on the ottoman? No idea I was dating two men. This is different. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. They were dating. They were dating. You didn't even get involved in the situation. He was no. like, that's my man. So right. I don't know what you guys are doing. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But oh, wow. if you could go sleep on the couch. Yeah. Him and I. Yeah. This is our cuddle time. This is our cuddle time. Yeah. Sleeping at the end of the bed like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Curled up like Michael Scott on the fucking thing. <laughs> like, go home, bro. What are you doing? What are you doing? That's wait. so weird. Wait, he's not my wedding date anymore? <laughs> I remember my vacation buddy like, come on dude um, just like really emotional because he's not going on wedding dates with me anymore like what <laughs> i'm just having a hard time accepting <laughs> that i lost my vacation, vacation buddy you can it. still go on fucking vacations what even when was it said well now that we're dating you understand there will never be another vacation <laughs> never any there will never be another vacay that never happened <laughs> he just assumed <laughs> although there probably wouldn't be no but- <laughs> went up to him and you were like back off my vacation buddy bitch yeah bye back off the my vacay bud fucking weirdos oh god feel bad for anybody that has to deal with that person because i feel like most of us have been there and what about okay so what about this like what about the sex scale where so it have to be on point before you um before you commit i don't think the sex even necessary so I'm the kind of person that good sex can really trap me. And I'll get stuck with... Yeah, me too. I'll be really brainwashed because yeah, of good me dick. Too. Yeah, Good dick is, will put a spell on me. I'll get yeah, digmatized very easily. I'm very susceptible to it. But I also feel like part of that isn't even their skill sometimes. It's how I feel about them. Oh, yeah. It's the pheromone match. Oh, if yeah, I'm obsessed absolutely. with like the way that they smell and the way that they feel mm-hmm. and like whatever, and it doesn't hurt... It doesn't, you know, not feel good. I feel like a lot of things are heightened because I'm just really into this person. Yeah. And sometimes it ends up being that, like, months down the line, I'm like, okay, let's kick it up a notch. Right. Let's, like, you know, let's talk about what's actually going on here and what I need. Right. But as long as, like, my basic needs are being filled. Right. I can, like, I just get brainwashed. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And maybe it's not as good as I thought it was. But I'm just so into them that it makes oh, yeah. up for no, it. Oh, no, yeah. No, yeah. no, absolutely. But if the sex game is ridiculous, if I am fully digmatized, it very sadly and unfortunately, and I'm working on it, but it does kind of triumph over everything else. Same. Still to this day in a long-term relationship, if the sex is just, we're going through a period of really great sex and like other shit's going on, I put on the horse blinders and I try not to do that, but it, it's kind of hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle. What about you? Where do you place it? Sex is high up there. Yeah. But again, we like if we're connecting, that's it's, that's what is there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. As long as we're connecting, we're there. It, you know it, what I mean? It makes if, up for if, so much. But if we're not connecting, it's not going to work. Like it, well, there's yeah. got to be a connection. So there has to be some sort of connection to move to the next level. I've experienced that where I've had all these other boxes checked off. Yes. And then I didn't find myself being excited to like kiss them like yeah, make then, out say, or like to whatever me, then that just says you're my very good friend and i couldn't do it yeah. i couldn't do mm-hmm. it i was like i'm yeah. attracted to you but it's not there like the 
the physical chemistry isn't there. Yeah, that sucks. It's always it's such a weird thing, too, because you can look at them and be like, I know that I'm attracted, attracted to, to you, you but, but it's not working. It's not. Yeah, I get that. And then I'm out. And then I'm out skis. Same. Because like, I just can't. I can't deal with it. I, I need there to be physical intimacy. Because it's such a nice thing. Yeah. It and keeps it keeps the fire going. Yes. And I, I want to be excited I, about exactly. it. Exactly. You want to get the butterflies when you see them. I want to get the butterflies everywhere everywhere and i don't want to have to abuse my vibrator so i just no. need this to, yeah, to this work point yeah because i have a womanizer and i want it to sit in the closet and get dusty that's right usually it doesn't but you know but you never know whatever yeah it's just such a rare thing for them to hit all of those things and i just right. feel like those other qualities and especially if they're funny and there's like the pheromone thing and like i'm just into them it makes it for so much yeah and i'm like i can it can convince you that sex is better than it actually is yes which isn't always a bad thing sometimes it's just good sex it's not anything mind-blowing i'm not like just good yeah i'm not freaking the fuck out yeah you know and i'm fine with that because normally sex gets better it does longer you date oh no absolutely because you know each other better exactly exactly or you can have a hookup with somebody who has amazing dick and just never make it anything else it doesn't know how to yeah 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 Yeah. and they have no communication or like you know Mm -hmm. emotional intelligence they're just a dick (laughs) yeah (laughs) it happens all you are is dick (laughs) that's it (laughs) i definitely need it to be there yeah for a certain but that's like what we were talking about the listener letter like that can absolutely grow yes that's i'm not, honestly as long as it's base level like what you said yes the rest as long as happen. it's base level and they care about what i want yes because that will also turn me the fuck off if they're about self but that's what i'm saying because but, i feel like that applies in other areas absolutely i think if if you're not concerned about your partner's pleasure at all yep. that will carry over into other areas oh yeah you just do you not know that we come or do you don't are you don't give confused? a fuck you yep. need an anatomy lesson it sounds like it they don't ask questions they don't try shit and it happens a lot and i just i feel like that represents who they are yeah you know pretty much if you like her make her come if you don't you just treat her like a whole yeah that's the scary part is like i don't want to be a human fleshlight to you no that oh my god that fucking freaks me out to think about i have you ever heard the way that guys talk about women sometimes yeah i know not good guys though no not good guys yeah. at all but some of those women think that they are and yeah, that so dumb. hurts my fucking soul yeah they could say some nasty shit when they're alone if you find a guy that's willing to be like i don't do locker room talk right amazing it's amazing they're really hard, hard to, to find, find but yeah but they are out there yeah guys are nasty yeah fucking nasty motherfuckers but speaking of listener letters yes we have one for this week so this is our unanswered segment um if you want to send in a question for us to answer on the show you'll always be anonymous uh you can just email them to us on readunruly at gmail.com or you can dm them to us so this week's letter says hi girls i love the show and relate to you both so much ashley i even have a daughter named maria too oh here's my issue please keep me anonymous always we got you I've been married for a year now to a guy I've been with since 2017. Ever since we first got together, he's been telling me that it's not possible for men and women to be friends. Mm. He got in my head and convinced me that all my guy friends only talked to me because they wanted to sleep with me, so I ended up cutting them off. Now it's to the point where he's weird about me even hanging out around my friends' boyfriends in case they decide to invite their friends out with us. It's becoming a huge issue in our relationship, and I don't even really agree with him, but I've given up on arguing back about it. What do you think? 
can men and women be friends without wanting to fuck each other? Mm. I want to give this like just a very general answer. Honestly, this co- this topic, this is not about you, listener. This is not at yeah. all about you what I'm about to say because this is a completely valid question to ask yeah, given is. the situation that you're in. I hate this conversation mm-hmm. just as much as I hate the conversation about who we should pay on the first date. I hate it. I hate it. Yes. I hear every fucking podcast talk about it. Yeah. But I've heard some of the worst fucking takes ever f- come from this topic. Here's a very general answer. Yes, men and women can be friends without wanting to fuck each other. Mm-hmm. It is possible. There are people out there that can do that. There are also people that can't. Yes. The way that I gauge it is if a man says that it's not possible for men and women to just be friends, I think to myself, okay, so you're one of the guys who can't just be friends. Correct. That's weird. I mm-hmm. think that's strange. But they it's a self-report. They gave themselves away. That's how they think. That's not how everybody thinks. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can just be friends. People have done it. I have done it. Have you done it? Yes. What do you think about this? It's a really tough subject because he's your husband. Yeah. Um, That's what makes it really fucking shitty. So I think that he's a jealous person and I think that he's just insecure and yeah. I think he's just trying to control the situation and he doesn't want you to be around. Like, I think he's just getting to the point now where he's just really, really trying to control to the point where, like, he's scared of, like, weirdly losing you. I think it's a control thing. I think this whole thing is control. That's what um, it sounds like. And I think that he doesn't want you put in any situations where someone could be better than him almost is what it sounds like. Not that you – I don't think you would ever – do anything about it obviously but it's definitely an insecure thing i'm not gonna sit back and say for a minute that i haven't done some shitty things like this before in relationships myself i have too so um i i kind of yeah i kind of can't talk shit so um i don't like the person that i'm with having girlfriends to be honest so i kind of can't say that i'm against him but i'll be the first one to admit it that's I mean, the difference. I can see maybe not having a whole group of yeah. male friends. That maybe that's not comfortable. Yeah. But to I the mean, point where it, you can't hang around your friend's boyfriend. Yeah, that's, it, that's it is, fucking weird. That's too it's, much. It's a lot. But this is all I can say about the situation. Um, You know, you already cut these people off. You know, you just you made that you made that decision already. So, I mean, you've already set a standard that, like, you're going to be doing these things for him. That is true. So, you already set a standard for your marriage here. So, unfortunately, I feel like you're going to have to have a conversation with him about this because he's not going to quite understand why you're not going to listen now. I think it's either this conversation happens now. Yeah. Or this is just going to, it's it's never, it's going to be nonstop. It's never going to stop. Right. It'll only become worse. Because I know we talked about this one other time and I had said that, you know, I was with someone one time who had girlfriends mm-hmm. and, you know, I, you know, he, the it was only one person ever in my life who did. And he had really made sure I was very comfortable with them. Yeah. But other than that, I've always had guys who were just super, just had just had boys. Yeah. So I never really dealt with that except for that one situation. And honestly, I was totally comfortable with those girls mm-hmm. once I met them. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that because you already set 
like the standard that you were okay with dropping these people. Now you're going to have to have a conversation with him about this because he's not going to understand why you're not listening now. Yeah, I think it's it's going to seem a little bit odd that you're all of a sudden being you know, rebellious. Being rebellious. This is an issue. You want to, yeah. you know, you want to be your own person. And I fully support that because this is a that's a tough way to live. It is. It's understandable for somebody to have reservations when you have a whole group of male friends and you're attracted to guys. And that's mm-hmm. it's not uncommon, especially if you're young. You, you've been together, you know, since 2017. Right. Unless you've given him reasons to feel like you're disloyal. You, I don't understand why you're not getting the benefit of the doubt at this point. Right. I agree um, with that. I also, like Ashley said, I've been the person that didn't want that situation to happen. But I've mm-hmm. also dated somebody that had female friends. And I had to give him the benefit of the doubt. And there was a situation that occurred where this bitch asked him to sleep over at, his fu- at her fucking house when we had been together for a little while. Oh, no. And he shut that shit down. It's good. And he showed me that he shut it down. Yeah. I was like, okay, I feel like a person like that that's going to prove themselves to be loyal does deserve the benefit of the doubt. So unless you've given him any other reason to think that you would be doing something, just you being in a room with men is making him uncomfortable. I think it's more a reflection of him. Yeah, he's definitely insecure. I don't really know the reasoning for it, but he's definitely insecure. I don't know. I would definitely just have a conversation with him. But because of the fact that you've allowed this to happen for as long as you have, you're really going to have to talk to him about this because he's not going to get it. And you know what? That might be something for a couple's counselor. You guys are married. You're fully committed. This is maybe the best time a year in to start seeing one. And it doesn't have to be. I think a lot of people think couples counseling has to be like this big, huge thing that happens. This cheating scandal or like whatever. Like it can be just because you have trouble communicating what you guys need because you're at the yeah the five-year mark so the five-year mark usually in marriage is usually the toughest one yeah so um yeah i would definitely say like this is probably the best time to do it uh just kind of like especially you know if you obviously love him and you care about his opinion but maybe this is the time to start making some adjustments so that you guys can continue having another five years together Totally agree. I think that mm-hmm. maybe a really great conversation can come from this. Mm-hmm. But if there is anything I'm fucking tired of, it is this conversation of can men and women be friends? We're not animals. Mm-hmm. You can control yourself around the opposite sex. But not everyone can. They, they need to be kept away. If you mm-hmm. if a man says to you, no, it's no men and women can't be friends. The only time a man has friends is if they want to fuck them, self-report. That's Mm -hmm. what they think. Right. But there are guys out there that do not think like that, that value women's opinions, that Mm -hmm. value women. Yeah. That don't just think about them as objects to be fucking entered. They exist. I've dated them. She's dated them. Mm -hmm. They're out there. It's a matter of sussing them out. So I think a great way to find out is by asking somebody this fucking question. Mm -hmm. I think their answer tells you a lot about how they think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I hope that you guys work this out because that's a really tough way to live. It is. Um, I get it from both perspectives as a person who's been through it and has also put somebody through it. Mm-hmm. It's hard and it's miserable for both of you to live that way. Yeah. It's, it's hard for you to deal with that. It's hard for him to have to have his brain working like this. And I really think, you know, you guys can talk it out or get somebody to be a mediator. This can this can be resolved. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 
the damage think, is already like, done. I feel like this is almost like a perfect gateway into having the conversation and building a trust that he, for some reason, needs. Yeah, just so. whatever that little bit of reassurance is, you know. Yeah, maybe there's him that. Some, maybe there's something. Maybe you guys don't know each other's love languages, like we said. Maybe yeah. he needs something that you haven't been doing for him that will help. You know, you being able to do more, and he can give you that freedom yes, that you exactly. deserve because you deserve it. You, you didn't do, do anything not, you to have it taken to away. Do. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> unsolicited oh god this is funny so um again if you guys want to send in uh submit to the show this is our segment where we give an unsolicited opinion about something mm-hmm. and if you want to submit something that you have an opinion about for us to discuss on the show email Absolutely. us i'm right at gmail.com this week we want to talk about this story that broke um i think just today this came out yeah i saw it on the internet today so i had seen a story about this woman before her name is stephanie motto she's a 90 day fiance star so before she was in the news because what a fucking entrepreneur she was selling (laughs) farts in a fucking jar (laughs) and made a lot of money doing it yeah a lot i guess you know your fucking audience right yes um, and they were signing up for her OnlyFans before that. I think she kind of just was like, what can I do that's a little different? Yeah, it's definitely different. And before that, there were OnlyFans stars selling their bath water. Yep. And whatever else. But mm-hmm. she is upping the fucking ante. Yeah. Now she's selling bottles of her boob sweat, which makes me, it triggers my gag reflex mm-hmm. when I think about it. Yeah. Um, But shout out to her. You know, this is no hate to her at all. If you know your fucking audience, you Clearly. live once. You live one time. Yes. Go get your money. Go get your money. If she she's going to be selling her thoughts soon. How much is it? She makes five thousand dollars a day selling those jars. Oh. They're sold at five hundred dollars a pop. Oh my gosh. If the weather is warm enough, the beauty is able to produce enough perspiration to fill ten bottles, which are subsequently sold off at five hundred dollars a pop on her X-rated site, unfiltered. So she lounges by the pool and makes money doing it. Wow. Now this, like I said, no fucking hate on her. I don't care what you do. Yeah, what you do. Yeah. Wow. Make your money. Make Make your your money. money. She's going to retire at a very young age, and that's awesome for her. Yes. But I'm thinking about the people that are buying it. Yeah, they're disgusting. And I'm constantly like, I always want to ask people, like, what would you do if you were with someone seemingly normal? great guy takes care of his shit takes care of you and then that package comes in the mail and then that package comes in the mail and it's steph's boobs but (laughs) how like the secondhand embarrassment that i feel might actually like make me crawl into a ball and die yes that is like it's a tricky thing because i support women doing whatever the fuck they want to do i don't do I don't care what you do. I what? fully support it. It's the other side of it where it's like, if that were my partner, I'd kill him. I'd kill him. I'd kill him. Even when I see guys interacting with like Kylie Jenner's posts oh on Instagram that have families in their in their little picture, oh and then they gosh. have like a Bible quote in their description, and then they're commenting, "I would love to, I would suck the the nipple off that teddy." I know. What? <laughs> like what? John, John six six three five. What are you doing? Yes. You put you have a ring in your bio. You douche. 
it's it gives me secondhand embarrassment that I can't like it hurts. I know there's such pervs. It's disgusting. It makes me so sad. It makes me actually sad. Yes. And, and also seeing the other side of it, which is, oh, my God, all the people that are paying for it, some of them are hiding it from their partner. Exactly. And it would hurt them. And it can be fucking traumatizing to yes. find out that somebody is like that. Yes. Yes. It can. It feels like you're cheated on. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a horrible thing. I've never experienced somebody crossing that line into OnlyFans. No, I haven't. Not Thank that I'm a, God. Yeah, not that I've ever been aware of, no. I don't even know. I know I would leave, but I don't know how I would even process that. No, I don't either. Like, I don't know how I would even begin to unpack that situation. Right. Because it's just so personal. It is. You want to buy someone's bathwater, their boob sweat, their farts? <laughs> <laughs> That's... Dude, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And I just know that there are people in long-term relationship, committed relationships, monogamous relationships where that Mm -hmm. is not fucking cool doing that shit. Yes. And you can't blame her because she's doing what she does. She's doing what she does. She doesn't give a fuck about them. That's not her fucking problem. She's not stupid. And these men are so dumb. And they get caught so fucking often. Oh, God, they're so stupid. Because you're leaving a trail. You get a receipt in your email and now you're getting stuff sent to the house. Oh my gosh. And it's just like, I can't understand. I know I'm kink shaming right now. I haven't mean to, but here I go. It's like, I can't understand how somebody would feel like that's cool to do. No. And not feel like that's like a really, really, really low point. I agree. Um, That seems like a very low point, especially because, like we said, easily just look up porn. What do you do? So you For open free. you open the jar of boob sweat and then you then drink what? it or smell Ew, it. Oh god. You yeah. smell it or put it and on then, yourself and then and then, and then off. And then uh that's 500 bucks gone. That doesn't feel like I just made a complete fool of myself. Yeah. I can't see how somebody bottling up boob sweat would be like, I really respect this guy for buying this. Yeah. You know, like it's amazing. That was really respectable of you to buy a mason jar of my fucking ass air. (laughs) (laughs) What a great guy. Here you go, David. Enjoy. Amazing. I I can't see them having like respect (laughs) for the people that are buying it, like thankful because they're buying it. But you bought you bought hot ass air. Oh, you know, it's not really. What do you think they think? And does that matter? Maybe they like that. Maybe they like the degrading nature of it. Like you're such a deprived animal that you're buying boob sweat online. Maybe that's what they get off on because there are guys that are into that shit. I've had that before where some guy sent me a really dick pic of a really small dick. And I think it was just because it was just random. No message attached. They do that (laughs) because they want you to degrade them. Oh, come on. They want you to be like, fuck you, you fucking creep. Your dick is small. Like, they want that. They want that reaction because that's what they get off on. Like a cuckle? <laughs> <laughs> like a sick little fucker. Oh, my God. I like degrading to a certain extent. Like, if I'm with you, like, you can call me a whore. That's different. Call me a dirty bitch. I don't care. But, like, you know, I'm not buying to sweat. So, it's a little different. Ball sweat. You know what I'm not with? I think a lot of people are going to disagree with me. Chippendales. 
Oh, I hate that shit. I hate it? I hate that shit. A lot of people are going to disagree with me. Stay the hell away from me with your sweaty ass body. I want to vomit. People smell. Yes. People stink. People mm-hmm. have odors. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I want your ball odor near me. No. I would like to assume that you've showered and you're clean because yes. you're a dancer. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them don't. No. Some do, some don't. And mm-hmm. That's not a gamble I'm willing to take. Nope. I'm not going home with you and I don't fucking know you from a hole in the wall. So I'm not interested in Facts. your ball sack. Facts. I'm just not. Same. So it's never been my thing. I've always me said, neither. please, if I'm if I decide to ever get married and mm-hmm. I have a bachelorette party. Yeah, no nope, male strippers. Nope. Please. It's nasty. I'm good on that. I, I'm unfamiliar balls are not an attractive thing to me. Same. Strange balls. No, thank Strange you. Strange balls. Definitely don't like those. No. Okay. Well, that seems like a good place to end up. Yes. On strange balls. Strange balls. Until next time. <laughs> um, shout out to everyone that's left us a review. Anybody yes, that does uh, after this comes out, we appreciate you so much. Mm-hmm. If you want to come follow us, you already know the descriptions. Uh, all the links are in there. And I am Tayfelli on Instagram. And I'm at It's That Ash Bash. And we'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.